Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You should always question your yourself and your even your existence. You know, I really appreciate Nothing the kids watching this. <laughs> if, if I were in Cam's position, I would absolutely not be watching. He's quite <laughs> literally not on page. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, You're right. Hello and welcome to episode 12, season 2 of the Brews and Bruins podcast, uh, the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Bruins Diehards, sponsored by Save More Spirits. Chris, this episode is sponsored by Save More Spirits. Check them out for all your beer, wine, and liquor needs. They have all of the macro brews as well as a healthy offering of local beers and craft beers. Uh, They have locations in Somerville, Medford, Cambridge, and Malden. And there's online ordering through Drizzly and Minibar. Um, and also, we have a promo code for Drizzly for free delivery on your first Drizzly order. So uh, punch in Brews and Bruins. That's Brews ampersand Bruins, no spaces uh, on Drizzly. And uh, you get yourself some free delivery on uh, on some alcohol. Woo! We need like the the... The uh, PA announcer, woo, after our ads. <laughs> woo! That's what we need to do. <laughs> but yeah, dude, um, should we present beer? Do we have to be formal about this? Because I'm just pumped right now. Yeah, I just, I just feel good right now. This is good. All right, cool. Well, I have a uh, Springdale Beer Co. Brewing Co. Wild and Free Hazy IPA. That's all I'm going to say. All right. I have uh, an Abnormal Brewing Company tiki life for me um island cocktail wheat ale and a crooked lane what is ipa west coast ipa sweet all right yeah no dude i'm feeling fantastic right now like this that was great it was just thank god they won it if they lost it i would have been pretty disappointed but also it's just either way bruins are back man like this is great yeah, I mean, the, that's the number one thing is hockey's back. And I think getting a game like that in uh, immediately really kind of gets you back in the swing of things. I think when the bubble came back, it was kind of weird. And you get like a, a few game. They, they had that round robin tournament that was kind of just like, I don't know if this is real hockey. Uh, I'm, I'm excited it's back, but whatever. This is like everything counts. You got a 56-game season. You're playing against division foes every game, battling for a playoff spot. Makes this that extra point that they got in the shootout extra special. Um, obviously, Brad Marchand, MVP of the game, uh, scoring the first goal of the game and scoring the OT winner. Um, love that. Who stood out to you other than Brad Marchand, though? Um I gotta say, just McAvoy Grizzlick. I think on defense, they like from the get go looked as if they were 100 percent ready. I think you saw a lot of players who 
um, especially as the game went along, that it's the first game of the season and there was no preseason. So this is like, you know, this is first like co- actual competition other than scrimmages, you know, um, they got a bit slow, but they were, they were there the whole time. I love what they were able to do with the puck. I think that's what you're going to see in the future. That's like what the Bruins defense direction in general is going is to those guys who can do it all. Um, so they really impressed me, but in terms of young guys, Frederick was really great. I saw him, he was mouthing off. He was in the dirty areas. He was skating. He, he's, he's one of the guys who's still fighting for a role. You know, I think the only time you're really going to see Frederick this season be a consistent guy is going to be say like Wagner underperforms or a Corrali underperforms and he squeaks his way into the fourth or third line or something. Um, but he he looked really good tonight. He took advantage of you know Craig Smith's injury, you know, and uh, not that he was like you know <laughs> evilly. Well, he he was the one in practice like uh, slashing Craig Smith on the hamstrings, making sure that he's not playing tonight. <laughs> exactly, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I think if if Trent Frederick plays like this, he should be a fixture in that bottom six. Yeah. Um, but one of those guys is going to be fighting for playing time with is Nick Ritchie and Nick Ritchie had a pretty good game. Um, pretty good game. I, as someone who's not a big Nick Ritchie fan, uh, it, it always hurts me to, uh, you know, say good things about him, but yeah, he, he was kind of around the net for a lot of the night had, I think three pretty good opportunities. And one of them he cashed in on. Um, and even where the hell did Drew go? I'm here. No, I've been here. I'm just giving you a solo layout. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I don't want to look at myself right now. <laughs> there are only two of us. If there were like four of us, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think even one of them, I think he made uh, the right decision in the shot that he took with Mackenzie Blackwood was kind of stretching to, to get across the crease and he tried to go five hole and was in a little too close to maybe try and lift it. And it was yeah. just a really good save by Blackwood. I think you could be talking about a two-goal game from Nick Ritchie if uh, if things had gone right. Yeah, I think I think one of the, in terms of you know I saw a lot of rust out there, but more specifically within that rust, it was the stamina towards the end of the game, um, and you know maybe the desperation and speed at times, um, and then also just like the non-execution, not just because you know Blackwood was it's like great. Like he, he did rob some goals, but also, you know, you see a lot of misses on the Bruins part and you saw plenty of misses for the Devils. There were a few whiffs there. I, I forget who it was. Was it Hughes? No, I don't I, think it was Hughes. It was Jack someone Hughes, with a wide open net. Jack Hughes did have one miss, but it was a pretty decent save by Rask. I, I don't yeah. think it was the open net that you were talking about, but he had one from like right in the slot that he, yeah. if he had placed it differently. It would have been a, a whole different story, but yeah, I think there, but there was specifically one where the net was like wide open. Rask like left it half. It was like a weird bounce, and like he whiffed, and the shot went behind the net. Um, but you know, that's just the the rust factor. Uh, but no, I really like you know. Overall, you get the win. Wish they didn't have to do it in overtime, but that was an amazing OT. That three on three for what was it like four minutes without a whistle? Yeah, um, and I. It was interesting. I, I think probably just because of who was playing at the end of regulation, but leading off with the Coil DeBrusque, uh, who was the was it McAvoy was their was their defenseman? Um, I think yeah, yeah, on that unit, yeah. And and then coming back with the the Bergie Marshy 
Grizzly uh, trio. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that was kind of interesting. I, I think that trio obviously is going to be your best. And I like that they have the confidence in, in Grizzly to, to put them with those, those three or those two. And I, I mean, that just kind of makes sense from a, a perspective of like, okay, you got your two kind of defensive minded forwards and put them with, a, a good two-way defenseman, maybe give him a, show him the ropes a little bit in, in the overtime and see what happens. Um, right. Uh, but interesting that uh, I, I love the Krejci Kasha pairing and just in general. Um, I, I think those two fit really well together. So having them paired up in OT is really cool too. No, for sure. Um, yeah. I liked um what I saw from Krejci, you know, he had that uh, nice play early on on the Marshawn goal. Um, it was good to see, uh, obviously, Marshawn, you know, I mean, you freaking won the game. There you go. Um, Stunnika seemed a little quiet to me on that first line, though I think anyone playing with Bergeron and Marshawn could take some time to really, you know, shine. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with yeah. that. I think I – think- he had a couple of decent moments. He went and grabbed a puck off the boards that was kind of a maybe a little less than 50 50 puck and came out with it when maybe he shouldn't have and then uh, made a pretty good pass to the slot and it didn't really turn into anything. But I like that. Um, he he had some moments where he looked like he was doing some stuff and he was he was decent on the back check. And I don't think he stood out in any bad ways. And I think that's one of the things that you're looking for in young players early in the season and yeah. in. I think Lausanne and uh, Zaboral kind of were in the same camp there where like I saw a few good things from them, but for the most part, I didn't see a whole lot. And I think that's probably a good thing. Um, Frederick was the guy who stood out as like, yeah, he made some good plays. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think as long as you're not noticing a lot of bad things early in the season from these guys, that's probably a positive. No, for sure. Especially, especially Lausanne Zaboral because he, you know, they're kind of pushing that as the direction of the defense. Obviously, there's guys like Clifton, and you got more there, and you got back at nine. And, um, but I mean, that's a pretty, especially with Lazon there, he's going to be a part of this team the entire season. He, you know, it's not an 82 game season, but if it were, he'd be one of those 82 game guys, uh, barring an injury or some sort. So, um, it's good to see that their first game and however long, uh, that they're able to have that strong of a start. Yeah, pretty pretty pumped about it. Um, I guess we didn't really talk about Krejci too much. Like you, you mentioned, he made a good play, but it's good to see, uh, especially in the OT period, um, a, an older Krejci than he was uh, several months ago. As you know, how time works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I think one of the worries of a lot of uh, non-Bruins fans. Bruins fans, I don't care what they think about the team going into the season because it's always going to be pessimistic, but I always look at the opinions of people outside of Bruins Twitter looking mm-hmm. at what what they expect from the Bruins going into the season. I think a lot of people were really positive about the team, and I think the big negatives of the team were that uh, the aging core, it might be... like when does the When does the floor start to fall out? Like when... When does Krejci start to lose some steam? When does Bergeron start to lose some steam? Um, mm-hmm. And Marshy is uh, as quickly as he, as he did pick it up at the end of his career. Like who knows when that's going to fall out as well. So 
<laughs> I can. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I mean, it's encouraging to see that some of the older players, I didn't see anything that looked uh, worrisome from them. Yeah, no, I think <clears throat> that was kind of something I was thinking about. I was watching, you know, the game with my dad and everything, and we were talking about <clears throat> Krejci, and, you know, he still has some has some of them. There's actually somebody on Twitter, you know, I think it was a whole conversation about, like, who's going to be a Hall of Famer. I think I think Krejci and Bergeron will be on the same track. I think Krejci more of a question mark just because he isn't Bergeron. Like, Bergeron, I think they're going to do – it's going to be like a Chara situation where they're like – is if you want to keep playing, man, we'll we'll throw you a one year deal. Like they'll keep going. Like if Bergeron wanted to play until forty five, they'd be like, "Cool, all right." Yeah. Um. So Crazy's up at the end of the year. So yeah, exactly. So he's more of a question mark in that regard. And also, if he continues, how long of a player? You know, how long is he staying there? Um. He's more of a movable piece, especially with everything. Uh. You know, all the depth at center. They have Studnica. They have Coil there. And, uh. But. I'm not going to think about that because we're yeah, focused Krejci. on this season. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Krejci, it's always interesting to see when um, when the Bruins have one of their top players kind of out, um, as obviously Pasternak was. And I think uh, one of the top 10 most important players on the team, Craig Smith, was out today. So mm-hmm. love watching when Krejci kind of kicks in that extra gear. Um, he, he's not a fast player necessarily, but man, watching him just get into it in overtime and just kind of buzzing around, uh, I have no worries about that man this season. I think he's Mm going to be great. And as long as everyone stays healthy, I'm pretty optimistic based on that. I mean, we can talk all we want about the quality of competition. I think the devils are, I mean, they're not, they're not a good team, but I, I think they're, probably a fine team yeah um, they're they're more of a pack it in um play some defense and try not to give up too many goals team than they are or a score on everybody um but i, I think jack hughes is going to be a lot better than he was last year and mm-hmm. uh, they have some really decent pieces on that team and and i think we saw a little bit of that tonight yeah, definitely. In regards to the Devils, I mean, I still think they're going to be bottom of this division, which is the is easily the toughest division, I would say, in the league this year. So, but you know, if <clears throat> when you look at it as if you were to look at it as a regular season Eastern and Western Conference, I'd say they're they're still on the outside looking in, but they're you're, they're not bottom of the barrel. Like if it was the bubble again this year, they they would have made the bubble. I would say, um, you know, but. As you say, hockey is weird. You can never predict hockey. You can never do it. So, um, but hey, use the code <laughs> DraftKings anyway. Shout to DraftKings. Yeah, sign up for DraftKings. Uh, THPN. Um, yeah, we uh, we're gonna have a read or something on that at some point. I think so. Yeah, we we scored that sick uh, that sick ad. Will Yo. Nick Ritchie break Gretzky's fifty in thirty nine this year? He could. He's on pace. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Hockey's weird. You can never predict anything, Cam. You should always question your yourself and your even your existence. You know. I really appreciate the Cam's watching this. If if I were in Cam's position, I would absolutely not be watching. He's quite literally not on pace. (laughs) Hey, man. Uh, You're right. 
<laughs> we're not math, we're not math guys. Goals. Um, yeah, I mean, like, whatever, dude. Cam, you can get yeah, out of here. Hop on the call. I sent you the link. Just hop on. I don't care what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, you might be at work, but you should probably be on the call too. Yeah, like this. What? Where are your priorities? Can we get like a, a chant? Cam, Cam, Cam. Watch him pop in. <laughs> Jen just asked if I'm watching the Sharks game. No, Jen, I am live streaming. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah good game do we have much else to say on it like oh who do we have next who do we have next uh yeah. isn't it the devils again oh yeah that would make sense wouldn't it what day though is it tomorrow let's, let's look at the let's look it's at the schedule NJD again and njd again yeah damn, i got this man um i was just saying i'm still here that's what All right, is. so we got Magic Celtics, um, Bruins, Devils, one sixteen. What's today? Thirteenth, fourteenth? Uh, fourteenth. Fourteenth. Now, technically, oh, it's still it's ten p.m. Why did I think it was like two a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> like technically, it's the fourteenth now. Well, it's been the fourteenth for. All right, so we got Saturday at ten a.m. on the West Coast. Uh, that's going to be 1 p.m. on the East Coast. Uh, everybody get ready for that. Hell yeah. Um, cool. Cool. What do you think? W? Uh, as you know, I'm not big on predicting uh, individual games. But sure, why not? <laughs> w. Guarantee, I guarantee a win on Saturday. Guarantee W www. All right. Well, uh, this has been great. <laughs> I assume Craig Smith will be back because he seemed like he was close to returning. Yeah, hopefully. I want to. I want to see that guy. Yeah, I want to see I, him. I just want to look at his face. I just want to see him in that jersey, man. I just, just want to see him in that good old uniform. All right. Thanks for right, uh, cool. thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> we got to sing. Here what do we, we sing? Go Bruins. Here we go. Oh, 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 oh,